0: Nutrafol, baby. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Dana Witten. Thinking about getting divorced? Most people wait until after the new year. Don't wait. Even call her December 31st. dwittenlaw.com is her website. All right, Natasha Alisa, our final podcast of 2022. Like how insane is this? People are so
1: tired of us starting every podcast going, I can't believe that we're doing this. This is so crazy.
0: But it just blows my mind every week. I mean, on this episode, we're going to go through kind of our year in review, too, of 20, like the highs, the lows. I mean, you're the most, you're the most shocking part of my 2022. I mean, <laughs> I just, no, I, I didn't anticipate it. Like I, I'm up here in Maine and and I was telling my mom about us reconnecting. She's like, oh my God, you know, what is Natasha doing and how is she doing? And wow, I can't believe you guys connected after all these years and what happened to her. And I'm like, mom, you got to listen to all the up. You got to get caught up, get downloading our, our series. It's insane. Um, and you know what? I don't think we've ever talked about on here.
1: Have we talked about straight up and dirty? You know, I don't think we ever did. I don't think. Oh my gosh. What year would that have been? That would have been like 2010 or 2000. Like it was forever (laughs) ago. And this was before podcasts were a thing. We were just like pioneers. And it was you, Vibe Girl, who was doing middays on on Hot 995, and myself. And we sat around like my kitchen table and we recorded what was basically a podcast all about like sex. (laughs) <laughs> that's what it, I mean that's what it was it was straight up and dirty that it was just like direct no filtered women talking
0: about you know everything that we're not supposed to truly we were cutting it. We were like, we were call her daddy. We were, you know, sex with Emily. We were all these people. And we, I don't remember why did we not continue? Because we thought it was well, we
1: so racy. There wasn't any, there weren't podcasts then. So we remember we sent it to the program man- manager at the time at hot thinking it could be a radio thing that we could get a little radio show. And he goes, I can't put this on the air anywhere.
0: <laughs> There's the FCC will shut me down
1: if I air this anywhere. So we were like, meh.
0: Oh, well. God, we were so ahead of the curve anyway.
1: Yeah. So all that to say, who would have thought 13 years later, we'd be doing a podcast together?
0: We say it every time. And at some point, maybe it'll get old, but for us, it's still shocking. Um, All right. Well, we were going to do, you know, we were going to do some unanswered questions because, because Avi, I mean, you, you and I both get a ton of DMS. I got wonderful emails um, since our last episode where we kind of addressed people's, you know, some of the critics, most people are very encouraging, love this podcast series, love what we're doing. But obviously we address some of that criticism. People can go back and listen to that episode. But since then you've gotten great questions from people. Well, first of all, I mean a, a ton. So people want to know as a stay-at-home mom all these years how what you've done for income. I don't know, people <laughs> are very curious about this. People ask us anything under the sun. This is true. This is true. <laughs> people want a good divorce attorney. Um hello, we'll we'll tell you about her. We know her. Um and then, you know, I, I loved there was a question about being in an emotionally abusive relationship. A woman wanted to know. And I hope I, I hope you wanted to share this one. But also, I loved a listener who reached out after our episode with Heather, your friend who's been sober for many years and talked about her sobriety journey and is going to a meeting, a sobriety meeting with Heather. Yes. How incredible is that? Oh,
1: I mean, it just gives me literally gives me goosebumps right now.
0: It's so a well I, go through I love all goosebumps. of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're, you know, you kind of have a lot of the questions. Um, where do you? Did you want
1: to, you start, want to start with our high and low, or you want to just save that for the year in review part at the I end? I say
0: we save that this time for the year. In okay, review. Okay,
1: because I have such a good story to tell you. Don't let me forget to tell you guys what I did in the Apple Store yesterday.
0: Look, I'm. I mean, you look. You encourage me. I mean, your boundary setting and you're just so assertive with. People in your life, you call them, you say how you feel. I mean, I love it. I love, uh, I'm learning from you because lots <sighs> of times I just think, oh, you know what? I won't say anything because who cares? And I should just let it go. And it's being 40, baby. 40 is fuck it. You know, just it really is. It's the fuck best. It. Yeah. I don't care. All right. I so, know. hey, tell me
1: questions. You want to start with that? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Um, which what, what was the first one that you said? I didn't write them down. You wrote them down.
0: Well, talk to me about I love the one. This isn't really a question so much as I love the woman who wrote to you. Can you give us more context who said, you know, I think I have a drinking problem and ended up connecting with Heather. How did that? Happen? Yes.
1: So I got this one and um, she mentioned that, you know, she thought she had a problem, but she wasn't totally sure. But that she had to she found herself that she felt like she had to take shots every day, take a couple of shots in the evening so she could seem like she was happy. Like it was her way of revving up or feeling happy, just kind of shoving everything down and going off of that buzz. And she's like, I don't know. I think it's a problem, but I'm so worried that if I ask for help, my family is going to think I'm a failure and that my ex is going to use it against me in court with a judge, what do I do? It's just Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh. I mean, what a great question. To start off, chances are, if you think you have a problem, you probably do. Yeah. Or it's at least worth looking into. There is no standard of how, quote unquote, bad you need to be to go into recovery. I mean, recovery is... Isn't just about stopping drinking or stopping using some substance. It's about healing yourself and being able to be happy and at peace without anything else um, to make you feel that way, to kind of falsely make you feel that way. So I um I I reached out to Heather, who was on the podcast with us, and I said, Hey, I've got this woman. Would you mind if I put her in touch with you um, because Heather is the queen of AA meetings in Montgomery County. I mean, she knows where all the good ones are at. Um, And Heather, of course, was like, seriously, you're even asking me? Of course, you know, give her my number. So I put the two of them in touch and they're going to a meeting. She's going to go to her first AA meeting, which is, I can't believe, I mean, we did that, Sarah. Not to give us too much credit, but the the fact that we talked about it, I remember I said to you, I don't know if this podcast is going to get like thousands of downloads. Maybe it's not that interesting, but we need to do it so the message reaches the right person who needs to hear it. Exactly. And now we're seeing that on the tail end, which. ah!
0: That's what I love because lots of times, too, I think with podcasts and over the years I've learned this, like a lot of times people won't reach out to like after the fact, you know, years later, or a lot of times Like I think about my own self, right? I mean, I tune into different podcasts and I learn something and I never write to the host and go, Oh my God, you know, I, I learned this. Thank you for helping me discover this book. Or so I, I, I agree with you. I feel like that's why I wanted to team up with you because we really knew after those first three episodes we did together, just how many, thousands of people they reached. And, you know, yeah. And I mean, look, if we can help one person get sober and stay sober, it changes generations. Like I saw, I was obviously I love TikTok (laughs) and I was scrolling through Robert Downey Jr. Who's been very open about his addiction. He's been long-time sober, big program guy. And Jamie Lee Curtis was sat down for an interview and she's long-time been sober. And I didn't know that. Yes she's a wild story cuz so many of her family members were alcoholics and just destroyed re- marriages and kids and so she just talks about how like more than acting more than fame more than money like if she can stay sober it is like that is she has achieved everything in life because she's changed generations for her kids her grandkids her you know her family members and her own health and self and so I, I love the journey of sobriety because it's a hard one. And when you can do it, it, oh man, oh my God. It just, it it changes so many people around you. It does.
1: It frees you. And, you know, if you're a mother, it makes, it makes you a better woman, which then makes you a better mother. You know, yeah. you're, you're not just saving yourself, you're saving your children. Um, yeah. And, you know, to answer her question, I said, one, your family is not going to think you're a failure because- Asking for help is not when you have a problem. I mean, it is a it's a disease. It's not that there is something wrong with you that you're just not strong enough. You're just not good enough. I used to think that about myself too. I was like, so your family that it you know is. assuming they're this loving supportive family is just going to be proud of you. I know that's how my family reacted. And she was worried about um, her ex could use this against her in court, which chances are he probably will try just to be totally honest. But (laughs) I have never heard of a judge when you are sober, when you get to that courtroom and you can show that you have done the work and you're in recovery. I have never heard of a judge holding that against anybody. That's what they want to hear because then they don't have to send you. They're like, oh, look at you being responsible.
0: And remember when we had Dana on, Dana Witten, um, which this goes to another question because people wanted to know a good divorce attorney, but Dana said that same thing, right? She's a family law attorney. And she said, the court, the judge never punishes somebody that is openly in recovery. Pro- they're like championing you because they're they're like, this is amazing. It shows that you take steps. It shows that you follow through. They know that, you know, you're there, you're being accounted for. I mean, so it's such a positive thing. So um, that's
1: huge. And it makes your ex look like a jerk, by the way, to the judge that your ex is being, you know, petty yeah. and malicious that you have been sober, you're in recovery, and they're still going to try and use it against you. So bonus point for that. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, um, and by I way, love that, that one. Other- that was another question. People, you know, people have messaged you and they, I mean, a lot of you guys, I'm so excited for you have messaged Dana Witten. She's the family law attorney. She's been sponsoring our podcast in Rockville, licensed in Virginia, coming soon in DC. Um, she's unbelievable. So dwittenlaw.com. Um, and she's a, been named a super lawyer. She's, she's a she, big deal. So she always says hire her before your spouse does. So definitely call her D Witten mm-hmm. Talk yeah, and you know, I
1: one of the questions that I was reading over the weekend was a woman asking me, "Do you know of a good divorce attorney? And the one thing that I want to make clear and that I made clear to her was, yes, Dana is our sponsor, which is amazing. However, I was, you know, I had a conversation with you, Sarah, before we agreed to take her on that, I wanted to interview this woman first, because I talk so much about the family law system and about women surviving divorce, that if I'm going to endorse an attorney, this better be a good as hell attorney. And she is. She is everything that we say we are. And to have a family law attorney that we recommend is something that, man, I take so seriously. So- we mean it when we say it, um, not just because she's a sponsor. I would I would see her myself. I would send okay. a family member to see her, hands down.
0: That's a good endorsement for Miss Dana. Yeah. Um, are, you know, this question. this question was interesting that you got and people want to know I, mean, I, I love that people ask like every damn thing under the sun but people and you know we did you and I in part three if people want because people had a lot of questions right a, a lot of the same questions mostly like about skittles they wanted to know how john why john kept the dog you you told that story very beautifully people wanted to know if we were still in touch with Kane show members all that's on and it happened back in october part three of mm-hmm. our podcast. So people can go back because we answer a lot of the cane show questions, I think, that that people have. Um, but people were curious about, you know, you I I think you've been very open about being a stay-at-home mom, which is awesome and it's a job in itself. But people are curious about your income, I guess. They want to know how you do it.
1: I get this question all the time and I see, you know, like on message boards and stuff, I'll, once in a while, I'll go and see what people are posting and they'll, I'll, I'll see that all the time. Like, how does she stay home? You know, shouldn't she go get a job? And here's the deal. And I don't mind being completely transparent about this because no, I have nothing have to hide. Transparent, yeah. I could care less. Um, being a stay at home mom is something that I have my entire life valued greatly i want to be the one that when they're babies when they're toddlers that i'm i'm the one caretaking for them when they're in school i want to be the one that's taking them in the morning that's picking them up in the afternoon that's there to do their homework when they're sick when they're on holidays i want that i value that them being with me i mean i think it's great when women have careers but for me that is a top priority even if i have to sacrifice maybe you know buying myself fancy shoes or something so I can stay home I do it. So with that said, um you know it's funny Sarah it's actually a gift that Peter gave me um which is insane. I don't know if he meant for it to be this way but I like to think that you know he's happy about it now in heaven looking down. But um he left the girls with a very massive um life insurance policy. They can't touch it, you know, until they're much older, but we're able to use that for things like food, clothes, Christmas presents, that kind of stuff. So they're taken care of through that. And, um, you know, I had I (laughs) gosh, I have to figure out I'm trying to think in my head. I I just want to say this, but then I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, am I going to get like some sort of scam artist trying to rob me or something? I don't know. That's the only reason why I'm hesitating, but because I can hear my mom's voice in my head going, you shouldn't put that out there, but whatever. Like I said, 40, fuck it. Um, he left a policy for me, too. He I did? Was, he did. I, don't think he, that.
0: Oh my I God. don't
1: think he intended for it. I think he probably meant to change it at some point. I'm biting
0: it, my nails. I'm like, he must
1: have meant to cancel that and he just didn't get around to it. So one thing you can do in your divorce agreement is you can require that your ex-spouse take out a life insurance policy to protect your alimony, and it lasts a certain amount of years. That way, if they die, your alimony is is insured. So we had one of those in our agreement. It would have expired when I remarried again because you don't get alimony once you remarry, but- that was just an option that he could change it if I ever remarried and he never did. So
0: girl, you are so lucky. I can stay
1: home. I'm very lucky. It's not, it's not an insane amount of money. It's not millions or anything like that. You know, the girls are well taken care of. Theirs is is plenty for the rest of their lives. But um, I ended up with enough that, yeah, I can continue to stay home And that that's just, you know, the girls lost their dad. And if I can give them me here physically with them whenever they need me,
0: I I think I owe them that. And I think Peter would have wanted that. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. And like I said, you know, I've said this multiple times on this podcast, but ever since I met you, you know, you always wanted to be a wife. You wanted to be a mom. That has been your goal and dream. And it's a really noble one. Now that I have a child, I know. Um, you know, you're I not know, sitting at home eating bonbons. It is, is work. So much work. It's so much work. And, you know, no matter what, even when you have a great, like I have a great babysitter, a great, you know, KJ goes to a little school part of the time. And even though I know he's in good hands, you know, you still feel a little guilty, um, and, you know, it's funny. And I, I love this about you. And my mom was like this too. And I actually don't feel guilty about this, but you are very um like, you're always like making things for the kids. Like you're always doing arts and crafts with them and jewelry. And my mom was the same way. And I actually have zero desire to do any arts and crafts. So I don't feel guilty about that at all. I hate that shit, but
1: I. You know. uh, I no worries. I, I, Auntie Natasha will, will send
0: them some stuff. Oh, you know, my son is never going to have a homemade Halloween costume. Um. Oh, well, you know, oh, he'll survive. He'll be
1: just fine. Just fine. fine. But, you know, it's not like I don't have a cleaning lady. I do everything myself. Um. But, you know, boo-hoo, I don't have a cleaning lady. I, I'd rather give that up and be able to shuffle the money around so I can stay home with them. So there you go. That is why I am able to stay home. You can stop posting it on message boards. And don't you dare say she should get a job because I am doing a very important one. one. And
0: P.S., and I say this, I should be non-emotional about it, but I get very kind of heated about this. But you, like if people don't understand, you have worked for every excuse my language because I know your mom listens, but every fucking dollar that you have ever got like, ser- I don't think Ugh. I think people get the scope of the abuse. And I know some people are like, stop talking about it. We'll never stop talking about it because there's somebody else starting to go through it. Hopefully you can learn lessons from us. And believe me, you and I both come to a place of complete gratitude and I've sadness for Kane and all those things but don't anybody ever post anything on a blog or wherever saying you haven't earned, you have been through hell and back for that money. Mm -hmm. So you deserve every cent, my friend, every cent. Thank you. That's my family
1: tells me that all the time too. They're like, Oh, you don't ever, don't you, don't you ever feel bad?
0: (laughs) Don't you ever. And thank God. And you know, I, I thank God all the time now. I see Kane for all the gifts that he gave me as well. And so mm-hmm. what a great gift. So you yeah. deserve it. Well, thanks. I'd like to think he's happy about it. He totally is. I'm speaking it into existence for him. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing Kane for all those years. Uh, um, so there's right. that. What you got next? That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, talk to me too, about this woman was very interesting, shared a lot with you about, she's kind of wondering if she's in an emotionally abusive relationship, right? Tell me more about that. She wrote me
1: and, you know, I hope people don't mind that I put their questions out there. I just say it so it can help someone else, but we'll never mention any names or anything, but she wrote me, um, it's just such a like sweet heartfelt message. And it, it kind of like broke my heart too. Because she thinks that she's in an emotionally abusive marriage, but she's not sure if it's crossed that line into, I'm married to a narcissist, this is Mm. gaslighting, this is emotional abuse. She said, when do you know that it's gotten to that point? Um, And I told her, I said, you know, I really, really want you to go listen to our two podcasts ago that we did with Robin. You can look for the title, you know. Sarah talks with her therapist, Robin Mize, said, because Robin so beautifully spelt out, how do you know that you're with a narcissist? How do you know that this is abuse? What does it, you know, what does it say about you? You know, if you stay in this um, relationship, how do you know if it's gaslighting? And she gave perfect answers. Um, a lot of ways that, you know, it had me in tears through most of the episode because I realized- oh. Oh my gosh, you know, because I, I, the thing is when you're in that type of marriage and I get where this woman that messaged me is coming from, lots of times you try to rationalize it's not that bad. I even do that now looking back, I'll sometimes be like, was it really that bad, Natasha? You know, was it, was it emotional abuse? Um, Was it narcissistic abuse, post-separation abuse? And then I just go back and read old emails or old text messages and I'm like, oh my Yes. Okay. That's a big fat yes. That's what I was yeah. going through. But you try to minimize it because you don't want to admit to yourself because you love this person. You know, this is your husband. So you try to think about all the good times, the times that he is nice. But that doesn't justify the bad things that he does. It doesn't, you don't deserve to ever be. To ever be made to feel like you're less than you are, you know, if it's always all about him and nothing about you, he's always right. You're always wrong. Um, You're the crazy one. If you only did blank, then he'd be happy. If you're always worried about if I could just make him happier, then my life will be easier. That is a relationship that is unhealthy and you need to get out of that's, I mean, you saw it at work and I lived it at home. It was all about if I could only make him happy, then he'll love me. Then my life will be easier.
0: Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 Frasier 20, that's F-R-A-S-E-R, the number's two, zero. That's a really messed up way to live. It was the same way right at work with show prep, like, you know, hours and hours of fucking show prep that we never used. And that was never enough, you know, the, the were the roses stories on and on and on. And I love, I think that's go back and listen to that Robin episode because Robin, when Robin described a narcissist, because they do this with everyone in their lives, right? Like today's podcast episode, a quick break to thank our sponsor, Dana Witten. For those of you who listen to this series with Natasha, you know Dana Witten is our banner sponsor. She is uh, named by Bethesda Magazine as one of the DC region's top family attorneys. She's a super lawyer. She's unbelievable. We love her. Um, And dwittenlaw.com is her website. She's taking on new clients. This is the time to file. There's so many things that you need to get ready, your finances, you want to change your power of attorney. You want to make sure your will is updated and Dana can help you get everything sorted and make sure to file in the new year. It's time to get the life that you want, not to be miserable in a relationship that's no longer serving you. On top of that, Dana Witten handles custody issues. Of course, um, if you have child custody arrangements that you would like to change or alimony, she can handle that as well. dwittenlaw.com and also for a very limited time, she is doing a 60-minute consultation for just $150. Normally, an hour session is $350, but she's giving a 50% off discount. Now's the time to talk to Dana about your case. Nothing is too complicated, and hire Dana before your spouse does. com. Peter was doing that. Kane was doing that to you. He was doing this to us at work. And Robin said, there's this like love bomb period where they they have to be great. So like you're great at first, you know, and that period with Kane lasted like a year, right? Everything was great. We were building this show. Everybody was awesome. They were so talented. And I can remember when I got hired, our boss said, look, you're going to kind of be the third wheel because Kane really loves Sammy. Sammy is the sauce of the show. He is the, you know. Kane really loves him. He's the best. He's the funniest. So you're kind of going to be, you know, no problem. I just, I wanted a job. Um, And then, you know, of course, right. That all changes. And then, you know, there was, we could never do anything right. And all that honeymoon ended. Right. So, I mean, you see those patterns, like she said, the, the love bombing, and then you can't do anything right. And like Robin said, if you're in the arguments start to keep track in your house. If it's always you and there's never any accountability from the other person, that's a huge sign of gaslighting and you're with a narcissist or a sociopath, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know how you feel. I know you've d- been in therapy and and I, I am too still in couples therapy and obviously saw Robin for years. I mean, I can't recommend enough. Like find, you know, Robin's taking new clients. Call Robin. If she's not the right fit for you, find a therapist because I just think the work with so many people, you know, dealing with these different um, emotional issues, it's like they give you tips immediately to go, oh, my God, this isn't healthy. Because I'm with you, Natasha. It took me years. I was there six years. And it took me a year of going to therapy with Robin to realize what was happening wasn't right. I kept justifying it. Well, like
1: Robin says, they, they basically brainwash you. You know, it's not like this happens overnight and all of a sudden they turn into, you know, Jekyll and Hyde. It's a very slow, manipulative process that really does brainwash you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely listen to that one. I love the other thing that Robin said too about um, check in with the people around you. You know, for me, it was, it was my family and my mom. Make sure that you're not I used to not want to say all the bad things that were happening that he was doing because I was embarrassed by it. But if you have somebody you trust that you can be checking in with after every argument happens or, you know, he says really horrible things to you, they can give, they're outside of it. They can give you the perspective of this is messed up. You deserve better than this. Um, so make sure you're being honest with, with a loved one in your life or a therapist or both. Yes.
0: Because uh, yeah. I I used to bitch to my family about Schman all the time. And they were like, no, Schman's right. They like always took Schman's Yeah, side. <laughs> <laughs> He does not check the list, Sarah. Oh, maybe like, <laughs> I'm a little of the problem too. But but, no, but that's how I knew I was in a healthy relationship. I mean, we mm-hmm. dad takes accountability. You know, sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes he's wrong. Sometimes we we don't communicate. You know, you can tell a healthy relationship once you're in it or you've been in a not healthy one. And then you're in a healthy one. You're like, Oh, wait a minute. Like I right? said, in the Robin episode, when I started working at Fox five, and it was this normal environment where, you know, your boss would have a complaint, but then the next day it would be like, Oh, okay. You know, we're moving on. It's like, what? You're still speaking to me. I mean, I mean, it's so hard for me to adapt to a normal work environment. Yeah, definitely.
1: I have yet to <laughs> have that. I mean, my marriage to Harry's dad was was very good. It was respectful and everything. And we really didn't argue very much. But um, I've yet to have that like super healthy relationship light bulb moment of, oh, you know, angels singing. ah, oh, this is what it's supposed to be like. But I look forward
0: to that day. One it day. Happen. It will happen. Yeah. Uh, one day. It'll
1: happen at the right time. At the it just right hasn't time- happened yet.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. When you're fully ready and the full, full, Natasha and you attract somebody that's already healed and done the work. That's what you want. Mm-hmm. You know, you want somebody that comes and only enhances your life. Does you don't have to do any work on them? That's yeah. You, I mean, you know, of course, everybody, you know, all of us are continual work in progress, but yeah. I so. know what you mean. I know what you mean.
1: So well, hopefully that helps her um get out of that relationship. And I, I can't believe when we get messages, I've I've gotten a few, and I know you've seen a few where they're a woman will tell us, you know, after listening to your podcast, I realized this relationship was, was terrible. And I finally was brave enough to leave. When I get those messages of, of a woman that says, because we listened to what you guys said, I got the strength to leave. Yeah. It's... Oh my God. I can't, to say it makes my day is like understatement of the year.
0: Amazing. Because Amazing. once
1: you take that step, it's, you know, now that I'm on the other side, it's like, oh God! Once you take that step, it's it's just you have so much ahead of you. The possibilities are endless. It's gonna suck for a long time, but the suck gets- is worth it because then you're free.
0: You're free. You're free it's the and best healed. Healing in the world. I know. Yep. Um. Any other questions? Or this seems like a good time to kind of move on to to our year in review and and you know our overall highs and lows of 2022. Yeah,
1: no, I think I think so. I'm curious about yours. Tell me about your your high and low.
0: Oh, well, I'll start in mine, and I've three and three, three three major year in review highs. Um, are number one by far. Um, you know, I just I knew that people would have a huge curiosity about your story, but I just could not, never, ever, ever have anticipated. Um, you know, like we'd be continuing to do this. you and I would reconnect. I didn't anticipate how therapeutic this would be. um, mm-hmm. and I just I love everything about you know, I've we've said it a thousand times too. people are getting tired of hearing it. We don't know what we're gonna do with this. We just kind of go week by week, but um, I just cannot believe and and again, it goes to the Testament of Cain and the Cain show. like it's amazing. You know, I guess I don't know how long Kane's been off the air. It was three years. Was it three years ago they canceled the show? I, I don't mean,
1: know. he's been One. dead for a year and a half and he was off the air close to a year when he died. So
0: okay. about two and a half a years, years. years, almost three. But I think it's a testament to that show, like how, you know, it blows my mind. And even now living in Los Angeles, I will go to P- I just went to an event. And the woman was from Waldorf, Maryland. And she's like, she actually won. She'd worked at Hot 995 before uh the Kane show with Mark and Chris. And she was like, Yeah, I used to listen to you for your. I mean, I cannot believe that that show, how many? It's like a soap opera to me. Like, like as the world turns. It's like, oh yeah, I remember that show. Like, I'm so honored. And that's a big testament to Kane. Like, Uh, Mm -hmm. That was one of my huge highlights of 2022. Um, The second one was, and I hope this is inspiring to people is taking the, you know, betting on myself and moving to LA, like moving Schman and KJ and all of us to LA and, you know, having it work out as well as it has. And I think this is what you were saying too, about taking the step with relationships, you know, we were, we were fearful about moving. I mean, we, I had lived in DC forever. Everybody knew me there. I could have stayed and worked full-time at Fox five forever and had a comfortable job. You know, Dan had a great job working at loud and soccer. I mean, when we planned, we were planning to move to LA living off savings, having nothing. And it turned out to be, you know, Dan got a job within weeks of us living there. Then he got promoted, you know, so many amazing things happened to me. Like you know, being on Dumois podcast, being mentioned on Howard Stern. I say those things to say, like, when you have that gut feeling of like, God, I just, I need to quit this job because I really want to be X. I really, I I know I need to move X. Like, I can't tell you enough, make a plan. Took us a couple of years to really make a plan and do it because this has been one of after a couple of years of just being in a rut being in a rut with the podcast, being in a rut financially, being in a rut with my goals. Like this year has been unbelievable. Just in every aspect of being, you know, getting net recognized and, you know, more job opportunities. So t- bet on yourself. Number two, that's never failed me. And then the last one is this year. I feel like I, you know, one of the reasons I'm moving to LA is I want to be a producer, TV producer too, because I have all these crazy ideas and I, I just, it's been, I've partnered with a company called NY 27 productions in New York. They're amazing. And they've taught me so much about the entertainment business. And I don't know how you feel, but I love learning like a new skill when you don't Mm -hmm. know it and you're just like brought in and they're like, do this, do that. And I'm just, I'm like a kid in a candy store. So I'm having such a great time. Um, and th- those event and look, I mean, I take never take for granted health of all of us. You know, my mom, all the way to KJ. So that's the greatest thing. So those are my highs. Do you want to do your highs, and then we'll go to lows?
1: Yeah, I mean, my highs are so similar to yours. So I don't want to be too repetitive, but um, I mean, number one for me also is doing this podcast. I'm not gonna, you know, beat it into exhaustion because we started off the show saying it, and you just said it so eloquently, but. Ugh. It just, it makes me so happy. I'm so glad for, you know, the year that I took off of social media after Peter died that I just spent at home and with the girls and with Harry and just focused on our own little bubble. (laughs) There goes Sophie. She's uh, being like with teenage girls, you're either a chauffeur or you're the bank. Like those are, that's all you are anymore. So getting ready to drive her off to lunch with her friends. Um, but what was I saying? Oh yeah, just I'm glad I took that time off. But then one of the best decisions I made was okay, I want to go, I want to go back online because I remember when I started Little Pink Monster, my the blog, you know, but back in the mommy blogging days, it brought me so much happiness. It brought me happiness being creative and posting my crafts. It brought me happiness writing about the the heartfelt moments and you know I love to write about feelings and you know my journey and everything like that and 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 having that response back from the community just brings me a lot of fulfillment and joy it's just it's just who i am so allowing myself to go back down that road again and then being able to have you reach out to say let's do this podcast and oh my God, Sarah, I finally got to tell my truth. I spent years not being able to speak, being able, he sued me. He sued me for the little bits that I did make public, which I had every right to. Um, So being able to go, there's nothing else holding me back. You know, I want to be respectful of my kids' privacy and things like that. But as far as tell your truth, not you're not going to have these awful consequences If somebody's going to silence you was the most freeing experience. It gave me confidence again. And that fulfillment of hearing back from people, it just, I, I don't know if I can properly articulate what a difference it made in my life to put all I that out there.
0: I don't want to interrupt you, but I want to say this, you know, those, when we did those three podcast episodes, they were like magic. Like, you know, when you interview so many people, there's just times where, you know, things are magic and they were, and I am so happy for you because I feel like that, you know, for so many years, and I'm not sure if people knew this, but people talked so much shit about you, about myself. And like, for you to do those interviews, I was like, this is her fucking Showing everybody she is not crazy. You know, she is not like you told your beautiful, humble. I was I I feel like this is just the catalyst for I don't know what happens, whether it's you and me together, your own show, whatever. I when I walked away from those three, I thought every motherfucker who ever spoke bad on her name, listened to that, listened to that, those three. And they knew they knew you were right. They knew everything. Oh my gosh. Everything you know, again, sorry, I don't want to talk like bad about Kane, but they knew everything. <laughs> they knew everything yeah. we said was the truth. And I thought, how good that here is a woman who it took a long time for you to use your voice and speak up and tell your story. And every motherfucker that ever spoke on you listened to that and knew it was the truth.
1: Oh my and God, I love
0: Mike, you. Rob Mike, you could go around Montgomery County, you got <laughs> to go to the mall and Mike fucking drop because you said it. And everybody, everybody, not one person from our past, not one came out of the woodwork to go. That wasn't true. You know, nope. you're lying. not one. And that says a lot because people can't wait to post about how you didn't say, you know, you were wrong. You lied on me mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-mm, not one motherfucker had anything to say. Yep. Okay, well, stop. You go on. Oh my gosh. I love you so much. Like I still it's almost like
1: an outer body experience, you know, and women who know what it's like to be silenced will understand what I'm saying right now. When you spend that many years walking on eggshells, wanting to speak your truth, but being afraid to the few times that you do speak up in some tidbits, everybody says you're crazy. Everybody says you're lying, you know, whether it was. People on, um, you know, those stupid mommy message boards that always said that I was evil and I was crazy, or it was Peter's attorneys, the ones that he either hired or he brainwashed that would say everything was my fault. It was all my problems to finally just shut everybody up. And, you know, more than that, Sarah, it's to be believed. There is, you know, I'd like to say it got me through many years just Being able to know that I was telling the truth, it gave me enough peace to, you know, put my head on the pillow at night and be able to sleep. But there is a need to be believed and to finally have everybody hear the whole story, believe me, to show my daughters that example. It's just, it was, it was one of the most beautiful experiences of my life. And I had to wait a long time for it. And I just want women to understand that your moment probably won't happen the exact same as mine. At least I hope not, you know, with everybody, you know, and hundreds of thousands of people uh, believing something about you. Yes, that public, but your moment will, your moment will come if you are, if you honor yourself, if you honor God and, and you wait and you pray on it and you never lose sight of what you know is true in your heart your moment will, will come. I
0: promise. Oh my God. It's so true. I'm not going to cry this because we cried a damn lot on this. (laughs) You're just killing me. You're killing me. (laughs) Uh, So
1: yeah. So there you go. The podcast was definitely, and and just everything that it represented, everything that the unexpected healing, all of that was definitely just uh, probably the biggest highlight of my year. Um, And kind of in line with that, What's come from that is, you know, I was talking to you and saying, I, when we were talking afterwards and we're like, wow, we got this big response, where do we want to take it from here? And one thing I was telling you was I don't care about making a lot of money off of this, but I would love, I've always had a dream to work in television. It's like, if I could get back to those little like mommy crafting segments, mommy fashion segments that I used to do back when Peter and I were married, if I could ever do that again. That would bring me so much joy. And now I'm like taking a chance on trying to do it because of that podcast. It's something that I never thought I'd be able to do. So how you're saying like bet on yourself. I'm doing that right now. I'm just like, it's okay to to go after what you want. You're not in that holding period anymore. Just go for it.
0: Yes. Which is... I don't know. That's gonna happen for you, by the way. That's gonna happen for you. And any I hope station, so. I know media people listen to this podcast, but someone needs to snag you up because you would be so good. You have such a loyal following, you know, mm. such wonderful people that follow you. Um, and would love to see you on TV. So I feel like that is that that's gonna happen in
1: 2023. Oh, I hope so. And you know, like tied in with that or kind of, you know, my other one is you just, there's something about in your forties that you just have some more confidence. And the one thing that this experience of doing this with you has taught me is just, and I've said fuck so much in this podcast. I think my mom just, she tuned out a while ago, so I'm just going to let it all rip, but I just say, fuck it now. I was um <clears throat> yesterday, Sam and I were doing some last minute Christmas shopping down in downtown Bethesda. And we were in the Apple store because the girls are gonna. surprise, they're going to get some new phones for Christmas. (laughs) So we're in the Apple store and we walk in and they hired like an off-duty cop to just like be security in there. And he was so hot. And that Sam and I walked in, I, I looked at Sam, I go, oh my gosh, it's hot cop. And she goes, what? I was like, it's hot cop. And she looked and she goes, oh my gosh, it's hot cop. So hot cop is Every day when I drive the girls to school, we pass um, Holy Child, which is like a little private school, and they have an off-duty police officer that works to direct traffic. And he's gorgeous. I mean, he (laughs) is gorgeous. So when we drive by, the girls and I always laugh when he's out there, we go, oh, it's hot cop. And when it's not him, when it's one of his buddies, we go, oh, not cop. So it's either hot cop or not cop. So we walk into the Apple store and it's hot cop is working there. The guy that like I fantasize about and drive past every single day of the school year is there and he smiles back at me and I'm like, my heart's beating and racing. And Sam's like, you need to seize your moment. You need to go ask him out.
0: Oh my God. Look at Sam.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So like I go through the whole like phone purchase thing and I'm like checking my mirror and my phone trying to see if I have lip gloss on and I don't know like my heart was just pounding but I thought okay I can either chicken out and never find out if this guy's single this guy that you know, I've been gawking over for an entire school year. Or I can, you know, show Sam that I go after what I want and that oh women gosh. can have balls and I can go up to this stranger and ask him out. So before we left, I walked over to him and I said I had like tried to plan out my whole lines with Sam. We went over what, what I was going to say. I was like, you look so familiar. Um, he was like, I do. And I was like, yeah, I think I drive past you. I didn't want to sound like a stalker, like I've been watching you for a year. And, um, so we little about that and he's like, oh my gosh, yes. I drive past that too. Nice to meet you. I was like, I'm Natasha. And like, it was it, he was very like shy and sweet, which is not the persona I had made up in my head because he's so gorgeous. I thought for sure he'd be like super cocky and confident, but, um, the conversation was getting like a little hesitant or weird. I was like, this guy's not going to ask me out. So I started to walk away and then I, Turned around and came back. Oh, we going to go. I'm sorry, but are you single? And he goes, No, I'm not. <gasps> I was like, Oh, no, I this am- is my rom com movie moment. So I left the Apple Store without a date, but I was so proud of myself. I that love
0: that. Isn't that so good when you do moments like that when you put yourself
1: out there? I love that. Yeah. Even if you get turned down, it feels so good to finally put myself out there. I have never been like this in my life. But that's what this journey has seriously given me. It's given me like every one little step is a little more confidence. And yeah, the guy wasn't single, but I left there so proud of myself that I did it. And proud of myself that I should Sam. that you know what? Be a strong, independent woman. You can go and ask a man Mm -hmm. and start a conversation and ask him out. It was just...
0: It was oh great. God, I, love, I love
1: that's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So those, those are definitely my highlights of the year. And of course that I have my children oh. all the time that I have my beautiful daughters every single day of their lives um, is just,
0: Oh my God. It's, it's, a, so it's the
1: biggest blessing from God that I see. This makes me cry every time, but I don't want to get all into it. It's just, it's beautiful. It's yeah. a beautiful, beautiful blessing. And
0: I love them more than life itself. So oh well, believe me, I've told you this many times. Like, girl, God looks out for you. God looked out for you. <laughs> mm. I, I wanna I wanna I see Natasha and give her a big hug and and have all her luck rub up on me because God looks out for this girl. Man, and it was all those
1: years of pain and agony and not thinking like, oh, my God, I'm never going to see them again. Being able to pick yourself up every time and have faith that there is a plan for you. You cannot see the end goal yet, but this is this is a step in the right direction, even if it feels like defeat, even if it feels like endless pain, Hmm. you are moving in the right direction and you just have to have faith that that end goal is there for you. That's the biggest thing that I want women to take from my story.
0: Do you have any? Um, I don't know. You know, lows. I guess of twenty twenty two. Anything you change? Anything you regret? Um.
1: No, I don't think I do have any regrets. You know, I've made plenty of mistakes. I you know dated a couple guys that I probably shouldn't have and I should have listened to that little still small voice that said wait it's not the right time yet um so like those were mistakes but I learned from them so I don't regret any of it yeah. um you know no no regrets sarah no regrets <laughs> at all i know cuz every oh, I- bit is a lesson what about you
0: you know, I have to say 2022 is a really good year, actually, um, which mm-hmm. I can't say I always feel that way. I've, I felt like in 2021, I was in such a rut. Like I, well, I, I can and I can't like 2021 was pretty amazing because I had KJ and that was like the greatest thing. And that really was the year was like about becoming a mom. And so that was that was pretty amazing. But yeah, like, it was just a really good year. I mean, you know, look, having COVID twice sucked. Um, You know, I'm still working on this in myself is, I I am still a people pleaser. And I'm really like, I like I said, I mean, you and I kind of have conversations offline. And I love how assertive you are, you know, with people and not like, attacking them. But like, if, if something bothers you, you, you say it. And I, I really want to get good at that. And I mentioned that on this show. And um, and I, I'm very like fearful in speaking up sometimes about my opinions um, because we live in this, like, Although I do think it's getting much better online. I think people, you know, share their opinion and move on. But, you know, I mean, you know, everybody, like if people disagree with you, you lose followers and, you know, now I run a business. So you think about that. And so I'm trying to be more like, you know what? This is my opinion. Share yours. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'll change my mind. Um, You know, uh, trying to just put it out there. And I'd love to hear other people's thoughts, you know, and not be kind of like, so, my way or the highway, you know, but, but being open about sharing it, that's really a goal of mine that I've talked about on this podcast. And then I think, I don't know how you feel, you know, I'm trying to find a balance of, you know, there, like how we live in this world. Like I'm such a positive person, but there is so much um, sadness for so many people. You know, I was thinking about this, like I know so many people who have lost a loved one and this is their first holiday season going through that. And you, you know, you went through it with losing Kane last year so many people who have lost a mom a, a sibling a partner and you know there's like it's I don't know how you feel but I'm I, I just always want to like be a light in the world that sometimes seems so dark and I don't know how you feel but I get so impacted when there's school shootings and mass shootings. and it's like what are we doing what are we doing as a world like why does this happen and you know what have children uh you think about all this crap you never really thought or cared much about, you know, I don't want to sound callous, but it's true, you know? And then once you bring a child into this world, you're like, ah, what is this world? And how do I remain that light? You know? So I think, I think this year I had some dark moments and I don't know, I'm trying to figure out how, and I think just doing this podcast is really a relief for a lot of people. And I try to remember that, like, doing all these topics that I do, because I love to do a million different things is somebody's tuning in sometimes to escape when I do all the reality shit, you know, and just laugh. Um, so I just want to make people laugh more um, in 2020. Yeah. And hopefully I mean, I do
1: don't, that. don't beat yourself up too much. Like, because You know, I get, I get weighed down lots of times when I watch the news also, and I get frustrated to no end with politics and with shootings and with COVID and with all the stuff that you just listed. But I think what gives me peace is that I know that I can't solve the world's problems. I can't necessarily make a difference in all of it, but I'm trying to make a difference in the areas I can, you know, I feel so strongly about trying to, Empower other women and reform the family law system. So yeah. I'm I'm trying to do that in in any way that I can. So you very much are a light. I think of you when you said that. I was like, you are already a light, Sarah. You've brought so much ah. awareness to so much. And behind the scenes, like you volunteer with your church. I mean, come on, lady. So you you can't solve the world's problems, but I think you. I know. If okay. each one of us really makes an honest effort to do something, whether it is getting involved with a charity, um, you know, helping out a, a friend or a loved one, you know, the way Heather is taking this other woman to her first AA meeting. If you are honestly making a small difference, if every single one of us did that, then those big changes would come. Yes. So, Inspire you make your concerted effort and inspire somebody else to do the same. And maybe, just maybe, we leave this
0: world a better place for our kids. Oh my God, totally. Totally. I know. And you're right. And I, I think sometimes, too, it's like, if, yeah, yeah, I, I'm trying to be good about that, too, saying, like, this podcast, you know, this podcast brings people so much love and light. And our, you know, our episodes have brought so much change in people. Look at the people calling. Dana getting divorced, like Dana said, you know, why put your happiness on hold? You know, Dana's going to help a bunch of women. So, no, I think sometimes like um, that's a great reminder. Thank you. I You know, you almost feel like am I helping enough people? I have so much. Like, am I doing enough? You know, but you're right. Cutting fruit for people who need, you know, that I guess at at my church, I feel like I cut fruit and that doesn't seem like much
1: for the homeless. I'm sure it matters to the homeless who are getting that, that lovely cut fruit. You know, (laughs) that is one thing that I do want to change though next mm -hmm. year, because the girls and, and Harry and I are so blessed. I want to get my family involved in working with some sort of charity next year because it's a goal that I had this whole year and I never actually did it. So I want I want them to see I want them to feel not just the joy of what you get out of it when you really make a difference and help someone else, but I want them to not live in this this, you know, kind of privileged bubble that they're in and you know, in their nice school in Montgomery County. I want them to know there's a whole world out there and what you experience is actually the slight minority. So I need I need to do better about exposing them to that and teaching them what it means to um help others. That's now, my goal for 2023. And I want to get my butt in shape. That's my
0: other goal. <laughs> That's it. You can't help everyone, but um, all right. This has been amazing, per usual, our our final one of the year. We'll be back in 2023. And, okay, we say this, and I know a lot of people message you, but I think, to you know, I, we started to do guests for the first time. You know, we had Robin, we had Heather. I think we want to kind of do – Dana was on, obviously, but mm-hmm. I think we want to do some more guests. So I think if, if people want to nominate somebody that they think would be a great conversation starter, we'd love to have them on, you yeah. know, message, message you on – on Instagram and mines at the Sarah Fraser show, either one of us or together. No, that's whatever.
1: a yeah, that's a great idea. I would definitely like to know what everybody would like to hear, what what guests they'd like to have on or what topics they would like us to cover. And we'll do it because we're winging this as we go and we're happy to
0: <laughs> happy, happy to, to happy to serve you. <laughs> and um, Natasha, people can watch the video. Miss Pink, Ms. Pink Monster on YouTube. Mm-hmm. On Instagram everywhere. Yes.
1: Yeah. Miss Pink Monster on YouTube and it's MS Pink Monster. And I am finally starting to work on my TikTok. I've been, uh-huh. I'm trying to learn from you actually. And uh-huh. the girls are teaching me like how to make funny little videos and stuff. So look for me on TikTok because I think I have like 10 followers, but okay. I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to master it. We'll see. Really I'm like just that. not doing any dumb dances. I just, that's,
0: I oh, can't, I, I, I can't be that mom. I can't dance either. So you're in good company, but um, all right. Love to you and all your kids and yeah. Merry Christmas to your family. Have a safe holiday. Happy New Year. We can't wait to be back with you guys. Love you lots, my friend.
1: Yes, I love you too. I love your family and not to be cheesy, but I love every single one of you listening. I really ah! do. And 2023 yes. is going
0: to be your year. I know it. Thank you for putting that in there. Because the most important thing are the people that listen. And yeah, Mm -hmm. I want to send all the love and light that I send to you to every person that's downloaded this podcast, that's taken the time to write us, that maybe never wants to write us, but just heard something they found funny or good. So yeah. Yes, we are so, so grateful for every
1: single one of you. And thank you for supporting us. All right, my friend, have a happy new year.
0: Yeah, happy new year. See you in
1: 2023. Yes!